Hello and welcome to the Boy Time Podcast with me, Dave Elliott, and my co-host this week, Aaron Butler. Here we are, respecting the rules of law. Masks are mandatory since the since Monday, is that right? So here we are, respecting the rules. Where's your mask, man? Uh, so David... I've obviously isolated myself in a bunker here. I've done for quite a while. So there's no need for a mask in here. The air in here is actually at a cool 97 degrees and it's purified okay. uh, by many different uh, things we have installed here. Uh, the mask you're, you're currently wearing, is that the mask you've been uh, wearing out to shops and things? Well, it's not this particular one in shops because I ordered a thousand of these. So I've just been wearing variations of, of this, but it's the same design and style. Yeah, I mean, when they said, you know, masks are mandatory, I'm not sure that's what they had in mind. How do you mean? I mean, like, it's only like a, 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 you know, like a mask to cover your nose and your mouth, like a little cloth, like a surgical cloth mask or, or a basic face mask. I think, I think what you're wearing is more like a novelty thing, you know, maybe at like a stag party or, or a birthday. So this is not what I should be wearing, are you trying to say? Has your, has your wife and, and family just let you walk about with that? <laughs> um, I kind of feel like I've been screwed here a bit. Um, I was told that mm. you had to wear a mask. Well, here's... And I bought a thousand of these and now I'm not supposed to fucking wear them. I think you're heart was in the right place and and we we can definitely commend you on that although i think that's to the various fans in order to make the money back right what i'll have to do then is uh, boy time listeners i'll have I'll, I'll sign it yeah autograph all of them and then maybe like at the next live show or something you yeah, can do some we'll, sort of thing we'll give these to charity or whatever fuck's sake anyway yeah, man, yeah, how yeah, are you but, doing shit and look, don't be in a bad mood. I'm here to keep you right. This is why I'm on here today, to give you some yeah. good life advice, keep you on the right track, make sure you're not looking too silly in public. Uh, and that's coming I mean, from a guy wearing this this sweet jacket. Yeah, no, you look good. I mean, thanks thanks for coming on. Uh, people are probably going to look at this and go, two things. Again? Why is the, the butt mole on? And why aren't you in mm-hmm. the studio? And I'll, I'll be honest with you. Um, mm-hmm. Shit thought is the reason why. Um, because... I don't know if the listeners know this, but him and, you know, like these things or... Oh, he's, like, he's, the, he's the worst timekeeper ever. He doesn't understand them. Um, and believe it or not, we, we arranged um, during the week that we would get back to the studio and record the podcast. Myself and Snake Rap Ben had ready to go on Wednesday. And then, <coughs> for me, when we text, text him on Monday night, we're like, right, still go, good to go Wednesday. And he was like, Oh, I could only record during the day. And we were like, but you degree uh, Wednesday? And then he was like, no, 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 I didn't. And then, so me and Ben, who both work during the day, were like, well, obviously we couldn't be doing it. And he was like, no, it was your fault. So, okay, okay. And then tonight, now, I can't be cross with him about this, but his little baby's being a wee bit of a, being a, bit of a prick, I think. So I've been there. I've seen it uh, firsthand. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I forgive him on that. But I mean... As I said before, 
if there's any one man worthy to fill his hole with you. So welcome once again to the podcast. You jumped on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like a lot of listeners would like you to be the full-time co-host with me. So we'll try to oust you. I may as well be it. I may as well be at this point, yeah. I mean, he is more interested in his only podcast, you know, that cup of tea shake, but at least, you know, if we can just push him totally out of the picture, you're in, you know, that's what we're doing. For sure. So how do you keep it anyway? For sure, and it'll it'll be all good. You're looking very, very sweet. Like, you're looking, like, I expected you to have to be kind of like in in your gym jams, in your PJs, kind of chilling, (laughs) but you look very, you you look like you've just done a wee bit of exfoliating or moisturizing or something. You look great. The uh, man, I appreciate all those compliments. And uh, look, this is my pajamas. Let's be honest. The uh, the this is this is what the butt mole, you know, casually just bounces about him when he's in the house. Uh, and yeah, you know, I, I was out yesterday in Portrush, a uh, lovely little spot. Got a little bit of sun about my face. There's a little bit of a glow there, but I've had to uh, I've had to keep moisturizing pretty regularly. So there's definitely a bit of shine happening there that wasn't there a few days ago. But it's 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 good to feel good, you know. And see if you were a full-time host of Boytown, you would actually have access to the water babies who would apply the lotion mm-hmm. to you on a, like with, for free of charge. So you could just relax, drink, what's that, a wee Diet Coke, regular Coke? It's, uh, you know, you know, I'm a Coke Zero guy, but in this little bar here, there's, there's no Coke Zero bout, so I had to go full fat. Nice. So that you, could, you could just drink your full fat Coke and the water babies mm-hmm. would effectively just help you be moisturized so you know that's that's part of the reason right. why you'd want to be a full-time host of boy town what i'm doing again is a mistake that i've made here before with you in the podcast is not <laughs> setting a timer so once again i'm still so like that's okay um, we're set but so so frazzled yeah i'm so i am frazzled today because i mean i'm not one to complain you know me i never moan i never complain i never bitch. positive guy i'm nope n- never anything but smiling you know, I'm never anything but teeth out, thumbs yeah. up, having a great time. Story is, I was in work today. Yeah, I was in work today before 7 a.m. And I worked till after <laughs> half past five. I got home, saw my family for like all 10 minutes. Yeah. And then yeah. I got, went to get ready to do this podcast. And he, and he ditched on me. So I'm a little bit cool. I understand, but look, you've got a friend in me, my friend, and uh, what is what is a uh, you know you could take a, a negative and we spun it into a real positive. Look, mm-hmm. we we absolutely love Shane, but his no, timekeeping. No. no, we don't. The the but his his timekeeping is a real issue these days. Yeah. I mean, it's only going to get worse. And, and every day. And, yeah. and every day. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's not a new phenomenon, but no. Cheers for popping on. What, so you've been in Portrush. What are you up to? Let, let the people know. Tell me what's going on. Dave, obviously, you know, we've been in some dark times the last few months, and now things are getting a little bit nicer. I thought, you know what? I'm going to go out with a few friends who I haven't seen in a while. And uh, we all went on a lovely fishing boat and we went on a nice fishing trip to catch some fish, some mackerel in particular. Now, I've been fishing, this has been my third time. And I, until yesterday, had never caught anything. So I have spent many hours, many hours not catching any fish. Yesterday, we were on this boat for three hours and... About two and a half hours in, I was like, I'm not going to catch anything today again. Two and a half hours in, my line starts to feel a bit heavy. I'm like, oh, oh must, must, be the, must be the weight again. I'll reel this thing up. I reel it up, Dave. Not one, but two fish on the same hook. Oh, wow. I freak out. 
Dave, I'm freaking out. Okay, there's a boat of people around me just like going, what is going on with this magic guy? Okay, my, I'm pulling these two fish up. Here's, here's the bad thing that happened as I'm pulling them up. I was so in awe of these two glistening <laughs> mackerel that one of them one of them escaped one of them freed himself like in in the heat of the moment uh-huh. he like wriggled his way off the hook and went into the i was and i was really upset i tried to grab him and stuff i tried to like throw myself over get him couldn't get him got his mate onto the onto the board got him onto the boat yeah what happened then was he was very wet slimy regularly but i had to take the hook out of him as I'm taking the hook out of him, he slipped it out of my hand and nearly went back into the yeah. <laughs> back into. And I had to slap him away. I sla- I went ah, no, I slapped him away, and then I had to just like shuffle him into the bucket. And then we took him home, and my friend uh, gutted him and, and ate him. So it was nice. that's what I did yesterday. Did you not eat any of your friends? No, not as in the friends are with you in the boat, but your fish. Friends? No, no, I didn't eat any of my friends' fish. Uh, they, they ate my fish. And it's and the thing is, I'm not a big fish seafood guy. Here's what I like. I like squid. I like cod. And I think that's it. Yeah. Well, no, I, I would be a fish guy. I don't like, you know, the real, mm-hmm. like the real fishy fish. They're stinking like we anchovies and all. I don't like those. I don't like, you know, the ones that are small and people expect you to eat their whole bodies, like three eyes and brains Yuck. and all. And yeah, no, no. I, I like an I like a nice bit of fish, but I don't like it to be very fishy, you know. I get you. When we were on your stag, do I remember that we went to that little oh. beachside restaurant that had like this? And like I, I ordered the steak because I thought, ah, you know, steak's probably safe or whatever. But then when I seen that big fish you guys got brought out, yeah. I was like, oh, I wish I ordered the fish. I made the completely stupid choice here. It looked but so good. The fish was great. And then the, the bit, that was the greatest surprise of my life was that when you finish one side of the fish, you could turn it over oh. and there was another side of the fish. It was, oh, it was so great. Unfortunately, <laughs> we didn't catch it. Maybe I killed it whenever I fell off my surfboard and just hit mm-hmm. it with my surfboard. Oh. Like it did my own big head. But that was a great, a great, great moment of fishing that. Well, not, not fishing, of eating fish. That was probably my highlight of my life of eating fish that moment. Yeah, the, your stag do was one of my most favorite moments of my life. The surfing experience, the wine tasting experience oh. uh, with with Francisco, uh, your big gold outfit. Uh, yeah. Like there was just, there was so many. High, and then like even just the, the amount of times we went to McDonald's and the day drinking, even though I don't drink. It was yeah. just great times. And what about Pritchard? Remember him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was the first night we were on avi avi sting because yeah. of course we put shane yeah. in charge of getting the t-shirts printed and yeah. in typical shane fashion like instead of just paying like cheap for someone to do it shane decided to like take it on himself to try to do it yeah. and it ended up costing him more i believe and yeah. it also looked it, it all it all peeled off so it was meant to say dave stag on the on the uh the, the breast of the shirt and instead it all peeled off and it just said Avi Stig. Yeah. Which, by the time, by so time she we landed in Portugal, everyone just had like different things. Like I was had Avi Stig. <laughs> I had to walk around with a picture of myself just to be like, oh, that's, that's my <laughs> so. Do you but know, was, I think I still have my Stag t-shirt and I'm near positive that mine was the only one that stayed intact with all the letters in the face. I might have the only limited edition Dave Stag t-shirt. I mean, that, that would be worth some money one day. Like you keep all that, my friend. 
but no, it was, oh, it was I a will. good time. Um, and see whenever <laughs> you got the fit. I'm just curious about your wee fish mates here before we go move on. See whenever you... Oh, please. How did you kill it? Or did you so I didn't do wee, the killing. Just, did you put it in a wee bucket of water or did you... Yeah, like I, there's not even a bucket of water. Like there's just these wee buckets you put the fish in, and they're just empty. So like the fish just dries out and just oh no, it just oh, dies. It, 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 yeah, oh, oh it's no. so it's it, it is so shit. Like is like I my one that I caught was so big that like you you couldn't have threw it back into the water because like it was an edible fish. Like it's different yeah. if you catch like a baby one because you could be like, oh, you're not gonna eat that. But like, because mine was like this fucking monster fish, like, ah, well, we have to keep it. So you put it in the, the little basket and it like, it twitches for ages and you can hear it and it's like flapping that. about. <laughs> and I know, I know. So then my friend Ryan, he took it home and gutted it and then just fried it up and ate it. And he said it was, it was really, really nice. The other, but yeah, we, I, like I was kind of, there was wee seagulls floating about and I, I wanted to catch one so I could try to throw it and feed one of the seagulls. Mm-hmm. But Alas, uh, it never happened. But hey, have you ever been fishing before? Oh, I enjoy fishing, yeah. I enjoy it a lot. Are you good? No, not really, but I enjoy the experience. I've caught a few things. but what, uh, yeah. Well, what not, what not is the, the secret to it? Well, fluke, I would say. Do you, is it all luck? I'll, I would say most of it is, because if you think, I mean, unless you're going to like one of these planted lakes or something where they have a set amount of fish put in, there's loads of them, you know, then it's about bait and it's about your rod control. You know, you need to be able to, you need to have a good control mm-hmm. of your rod. Yeah. And whenever you feel yeah. a little, are you, I, I mean, if you feel a little suck in the end of your rod, it's about, <laughs> trying to, it's about trying to keep it on that rod for as long as you can until you can just reach that fishing climax and get that fish reeled in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't. I that, that was my problem. I couldn't feel the suck on the rod, and yeah. I was like, I had a firm, I had a firm grip on the rod, yeah. and like then, then as I was reeling the rod, all of a sudden there was mm-hmm. there wasn't one. There was two at the end. Of, there was two oh, sucks shit. at the end of the rod. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, I'm happy about this, you know? Yeah, no, that's an experience like I've never heard before. The two, two at once. Yeah. But um, what what yeah. I think the, the aim is to do is see whenever you get something sucking in the end of your rod, you need to. Mm-hmm. You need to tire them mm-hmm. out, so you need to work that rod a bit. You know, yes, you need to, you need to work yeah, the rod back it. and forward, tire them up a bit, and then basically mm-hmm. uh, just just get them on the boat and put them in slap a bucket them about, them slap yeah. them about a little bit. Yeah, yep, slap them about a little bit and get them. Yeah, 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 yeah get them so, nice and wet. So yeah, 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 I get you. The, the, the um, but what mm-hmm. I, I I don't think you really know too much about is how to properly kill a fish. You know, a no, lot of people I know, say, I, 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 can't, I don't. You grab it, right, and just squeeze it until its wee eyes pop out and its, and its tongue sticks out, and then it's dead, and you eat it. Right, and, or, and that's, or that's, you hold that's, it, that's the way it is. Or you hold it really tight in one hand, and you get your fist, and you just go, fucking die, you fish bastard, I got it, uh-huh. and that's how you do it. I heard you take your two fingers and you stick it down its mouth and then yeah. you like spread, you spread your fingers like that. And then that instantly, that, that, that does it too. That's another really good way to do it. Um, I don't like it when mm-hmm. people like hit it with a rock or like cut it. And then now you need to just, you know, uh, use the hands. Yeah, absolutely. And, and just be violent or bite it, you know? Um, yeah. Bite the head off. Just bite the head. Are we talking about fish still? Yes. Okay, yeah, well, that's exactly what you do. I thought you were talking about bats like Aussie. Yes. Porn style, it's where 
where I was sort of going oh, no. the track. But um, but yeah, I'm glad you, I'm glad you enjoyed. Could you see yourself? I mean, if ever there was a guy I know who I could see getting into a, a bizarre hobby and just going for it, it's you. Like I could see you being like, you know what? I'm going to start fishing now. Like, are there any like fishing spots near where you live or? Uh, you know, I don't think West Belfast is too, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you uh, you might like put the rod down your toilet or something and try to catch something out from yeah. that. Do you know what I mean? There might be might be some sort of sewer lurkers about there. You could get yeah. something, some sort of some sort of <laughs> mythical creatures you could pull up from there. But uh, yeah, I, 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 gen- I would genuinely love to go more. But it's like, I just, number one, I don't have rods. So I would have to invest in that first. And number two... Yeah. I feel like I need like a wee fishing mate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Someone that like does it with me and like we, we enjoy doing it together yeah. and like, and it's like, you know what I mean? And also yeah. it's very cold over here. So like you only do it during the summer because yeah. I'm, not, I'm not the sort of specimen that likes to be in the outdoors whenever it's like autumn, winter time here. You know what fishing I think I'd really enjoy speaking of like cold fishing, you know, just like the way, the way Inuit people do. Like, I don't know if you can call them Eskimos anymore because that might be well, like, people. No, you know, oh, just with, put, they, they just what, cut a wee hole in the ice and then put the wee rod and, stick down and, and, ice? They just, and they just sit there. That, yeah, you that. would suit that. Yeah, yeah, you would suit that. I, I wouldn't really last that well because I don't have the, the internal body heat to be able to pull no. that off. But it's, it's the, the, the it's the North Coast blubber. It's called. It's it's just to make me a good fish. The North Coast you know? blubber. Yeah, that's what you. Yeah, the uh, why do they cut a wee hole in the ice? What's the? There must be some sort of theory behind that. Well, because basically. The, the ice is cover, <laughs> covering the water, mate, and, and cut a wee hole oh. means you can't fish through solid, my man. You need to cut a wee but why hole. is it a wee hole? Why is it not a bigger hole? Why do they cut like a perfect circle? Why isn't it like they do because, like a big square or something? Because if they fuck the ice up, they might break the ice that they're on and it'll drown. Will it freeze to death and die? It's shit. Living on the North Pole is shit unless you work for Santa. If you're not part of that conglomerate, yep. you're just fucked. You know, Santa doesn't give a fuck. True. See, he's out one day a year. The rest of the time he's on, heating super sairs, blasting through the place. Whereas anybody outside, all those wee like, Eskimo dudes are just out there freezing. You know, those ice Asians yes, are just out there having a terrible time. Did you say ice Asians? Yeah, that's they are, the ice Asians, my man. You know, they're Asians who live <laughs> in the ice. That's what we're all about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh yeah i think i think santa's sort of he's like the jeff bezos of uh of like the north yeah. pole you know like out there he runs the sort of show i mean also speaking of it like now that we're talking ice asians i've never seen one of santa's elves be a different race <laughs> other than white so like he's a very he's a supremacist guy like he would vote trump santa you know he's all in that maga red he only has white elves working for him, and he leaves the ice stations just out to fend for themselves and really lose. No, it's not fair. If we, yeah, if we were like crazy conspiracy theorists mm-hmm. right now, uh, we would start saying, "Is Donald Trump Santa?" Look into it. Uh huh. Well, it, it's very because hey, 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 you know, same body shape, mm-hmm. same. You know what I mean? Put like a little white wig on and we beard. It's for, it's doable. Like it could be. You know and what I mean? mean no Trump one really, yeah. And, but Trump would, would be locating himself sort of just over the United States border. So he'd just leave the Mexicans, but they wouldn't be in the cold. They'd just be sweating their balls off, you know? So I was going to say something as, as really racist do. there, but I'm glad I didn't. Glad you didn't. Yeah. People are still had to edit it. I know. And again, it's, it's very late in the day for the podcast to go out tomorrow. So I mean, I'm glad. Yeah. 
I didn't. I, I didn't. You know, it's always me that has to have stuff edited out too and pulled all. It is, and it's, all, it's always when I'm on. <laughs> I know, and I just don't know what it is. You just bring out the devil in me. Yeah, do you remember we did like the one three weeks ago, and it was just like I, I'm pretty sure every ten minutes there was just an edit that yeah. had to be made. <laughs> Listen, uh, some, sometimes you know that what we had that out was i think I, I think what you call it slanderous maybe or libel uh language yeah i mean but in hindsight it's sly that it had to have what i said edited out when the guy was you know convicted of being a pervert you know i think that's fair yet i'm the bad guy because i say this dude's name you mm-hmm. know Mm-hmm. You're the the sly guy. The uh, the plug for the podcast. Did yeah. you, Dave? What do you what do you think of this jacket right now? I want to hear your thoughts. I think Baby would wear it. Um, or <laughs> I think maybe Usman would wear it. You know, Soldier Boy. I yeah. think it's a very, it's a very. I mean, see when I actually look. Closer, I go there for you. It's almost more. Uh, it's sort of more in, of an Indian culture style than it is African. I thought African initially, but as I see some of the designs, I think it's maybe a bit more Indian. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I let the people decide what they want. If they're watching the video podcast, like they can sort of figure it out. Like there's a bit of leopard print, there's a bit of gold, a bit yeah. of white, you know. I, I, I initially bought this jacket during lockdown. This is a birthday present to myself and it is, uh, it's the jacket I wanted to wear when I get back to stand up for the first time. Yeah, well, I think it'll look very sexy indeed. Um, can I just mm-hmm. uh, see? Let me see. I see the leopard print. Yeah, I mean, is you you're a big fan of of Power Rangers, true? Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah, that would be a, a valid statement to make. Would you say there's any inspiration taken from the White Ranger on that? Do you know, man, that that would be a good show. Maybe I should go grab the helmet and uh, put it beside uh, each other. No, no, wait, wait, wait till the end of the podcast before we do that, please. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, Harkin. <laughs> My um, bad. <laughs> but sorry. you know, it's, def- it's definitely a nice look. Um, I don't think I could pull it off. I would look like, I don't know, Rick Ross if I wore a jacket like that. So it's probably for the best that don't. Hey, they do it in your size, man. And look, D- I know it's... I, I know it. Yeah, you would be DJ Khaled. The thing is, I they it's I know it's a certain someone's birthday coming up soon, and I would quite like for you to have a matching jacket like this for me. Well, hey, I would wear it if I had a matching one. I would, I would wear it. And where did you get it from? Is it off? The it's, uh, no, no, no. It's from a company called Six Silk, uh, and it's uh, you know no sponsors or anything oh. here, so you know we're not. I need- but I need to show you something that I bought by mistake from Amazon. <laughs> Actually, um, oh yeah, I wasn't I wasn't going to put this on or talk about it because again, it's controversial. But I bought something. Okay, it was like large headwear, and it was like fabric headwear. Whatever I ordered, I was trying to buy a mask. Now, joking aside, obviously, the mask on my face wasn't to stop coronavirus. It's to stop Ebola. Right, I just had it. But this, yes. I genuinely thought was like, oh, I'll show you. Okay, okay, you, 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 go, you go do that. Uh, we're all uh, anticipating here Dave's purchase. Uh, it's just like, um, like things, like you think it's like, like a tie or mask, but let me just show you what it actually is here. See what he's got. So, so 
Do you think face covering? Oh, Hold on. I can see what it looks like. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Dave's just off camera here putting on his new face cover. <laughs> oh wow. Oh wow. It's you look sweet. like a, a back yeah, you look like a background character for yeah. a Jay and Silent Bob movie. Yeah, it's a sweet do-rag. I didn't realise it was one of these until I got it. I tried to tie it. So I was getting and trying to tie it across my face. And then Catherine was like, no, that's not how it ties. And then I realized it's because, it's because it needs to look like this. So, um, I was going I to actually it. I think you suited. No, I, I, I mean, no, it's, no, it's you gotta keep it. But I mean, I looked up, yeah, again, it's great. Yeah, obviously, people will assume that there's cultural appropriation going on here. But, um, when I looked it up, right. it's apparently, it, it's the, the point of a, of a do rag is to like keep your hair a certain way, so like. If oh yeah, want. that's the way it is there. Yeah, so so I mean, oh, that's I, it. Yep. I'll just try to wear it to keep my hair. But I mean, other than that, mm -hmm. you know, I think it's it's a very nice garment. I've never actually had one before, so I just I feel like I could just get into it. I'll wear it like this. People will just assume that I'm like <laughs> some kind. You're of, like a nun. Oh, oh yes, I I mean like that's that's a, it's a sweet bit of, bit of kit like. But you look like I feel like I want to write like uh, a new sister act movie with <laughs> you starring it. Do you know why like Whoopi Goldberg has to hide her identity in yeah. sister act and so she becomes a nun? I would like to write one where you have to hide your identity for a reason, but you don't shave yeah. the beard, you just keep it like that and you just get in there and start singing with a bunch I mean, of old ladies. What sort of nun would have, have gear when you just take these bits up and just. <laughs> <laughs> Now tag. you're starting. I'm really sure. Now you're starting to. Here. See. Yeah, you're starting to look like some radical extreme group that uh, <laughs> doesn't like a certain I mean, race I, of people. I mean, I'm not really <laughs> embarrassing myself here. I'm showing people I don't know how to how to use this. Do a, but here, you know what else? You could do you cut eye holes in it, and then no, it's. You look like a modern. No, no, you couldn't do that. No, you can't. Oh, not, no. not, not, uh, not, not, not anymore. Uh, yeah, you look like a modern day friar tuck. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm friar fuck. That's <laughs> ironically not true. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, friar fuck. I'd like that wee porn version. Yeah, I mean, but yes, mm. I mean, would, would you like me to just start wearing this when I do stand up and stuff? I think so for, for a few reasons. The first one just being, you know, a unique look. The second one being we know you're a real sweaty boy when you get on that stage when the lights yeah. hit you. I feel like I feel like that would help absorb some of the moisture coming off your forehead. Yeah, but the only thing about this, I don't know if you can really see, but there's a real sweet uh like glisten to it. The light really hits it's it's like sparkly. So it, it might take the sweat and it'll dull its shine and then you're kinda you know, mm. you're kind of a bit fucked. So you're back. You're back to score one. I get yeah. you. The oh. the can can I have you? Uh, can I share something with you? I learned earlier this week that I yeah. think's funny. Yeah. The the and uh, I was going to talk with Shane about it on one of his various podcasts that we'll not mention, but uh, I think this would be a good time to talk about it. So. The other, you obviously know the group, the Rolling Stones, you know, one of the most famous rock bands, you know, yeah. in the world, but are, they're ridiculously old. Like, mm -hmm. well, I, I don't know what age, uh, I don't know what age Mick Jagger is. He's in his 70s, right? 
Yeah, you may be touching nearly close to eighty. Let me just Google that there whilst you keep going. You you have a you have a Google that and do do some fact checking for me. And I know Keith Richards is definitely up around the same age too. So on one of my sort of curious thoughts of an evening, I thought to myself, I'm gonna Google how is Mick Jagger still alive? Yeah. And when I Googled it, there yeah, that's the guy himself, you know. Seventy seven uh, big man is. So Jagger seventy still rocking out you know years worth of drugs partying you know living the rock and roll lifestyle still has a sweet head of her still touring still you know just dancing about doing this whole jagger thing people love it you know what i mean there's no stopping the guy i was like how's this so i was genuinely curious hi how is this guy still alive and when i googled it it brought up a bbc news article that says who what why Hi, is Keith Richards still alive? <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the best thing about the article. It's from the 28th of October, 2010. <laughs> so, 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 10, so 10 years ago, they thought, whoa, how's this guy still alive? What do they think now? Now, here's, here's the best part of the article, okay? The other, let me just find it. Okay, so this is like, well, the, this is the opening paragraph of the article. It talks about the drug sort of thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, he is synonymous with rock and roll. His memoirs detail a lifetime spent with illegal drugs, and he only gave up cocaine aged 62. <laughs> so 62, this guy's still sniffing coke. Now, it gets better, Dave. It mm -hmm. says, he only gave up cocaine aged 62. After he split his head open, following BBC news article that was written 10 years ago, foraging for coconuts at 62 years old, high off your bacon cocaine, and that's what got him to stop. <laughs> I, that's what it took. That's what well, it took. Did that not nearly kill him falling that tree? And they're like, oh, you know, you need to watch yourself, bro, because that's... <laughs> yeah, but I love that's what it took for him to turn around and go, yeah. right, I think I have to stop doing cocaine. <laughs> oh. I don't know what's, what's weirder, the fact that he's 62 and he decided to climb a coconut tree, or the fact he's 62 and just off his tits on coke. Like, I uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I, I would just love to know the thought process where he's like at a gig, everything's going well, he's rocking out, goes backstage, does a line of coke, he's like, right, need to go climb a tree here. And they're like, no, Keith, you're 62. He's like, I know, but there's coconuts to be had. Maybe that's what it is. He's thought that like he's on coke, he wants coconuts, he thinks that the nuts. one in a coconut's coke, and he just ah wants even more of that shit. And I mean... Where, where are they gigging? They can just leave the stage and climb a coconut tree. Yeah, it's a read on a BBC News article for the opening part. Whoever this daughter is, who's like a drug expert, says there's only one possible explanation for his longevity. He must have the constitution of an ox. So even the daughter can't even like yeah. fathom like, hi, this guy's still ticking, and this is this is ten years ago. <laughs> like, I remember watching. Uh, so uh, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I watched a documentary not that long ago, actually, about you know Lemmy, who's like the lead 
the yes. guy from Motorhead. You know, he died recently, but he strikes me right. very as a very butler kind of guy. Like he, he just does his own thing and it's very classic. Mm-hmm. Like Lemmy is renowned for playing um you know those wee like gambling gate machines, like pinball and all Oh that's me. Those. Oh that's he me. Loves, he loves yeah. just doing the wee the wee fruit machines. But yeah he, he always wears like jean short cut off pants, like sort of like Daisy Duke type shorts with his butt cheeks out and just a, a vest, if even sometimes. And he always has his sunglasses and hat, hat on. And they were saying that Lemmy is like, so what would he sort of drink on, on a normal kind of like gig night? And he'd be like, oh, probably a you know, couple of bottles of Jack Daniels and, you know, I'd be smoking drugs and I'd be sniffing drugs and injecting drugs. You know, just, it's all a great time. And people are like, you know, how did he last? I think he died when he was in the 60s. But even at that, it's like every night, and like, yeah, every night, bottle of Jack Daniels loaded. And like, if it was me, I'd maybe last, I wouldn't even last one night. I'd be busted. I'd be like, all right, I'm, 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 wrap me up, send me to hospital because I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> but these lads just freaks. Yeah. And even when you look at people like Joey Diaz and stuff, like even looking at him, you look and go, he's not well. No, but see, that's sometimes what I look at. See if I'm feeling like, like say at the minute, I'm I'm not feeling myself. I'm feeling like I, I've got a wee bit of blubbery here. I'm turning fat mm. like to be. I want to try and sort it out. Sometimes I'm like, shit, mm. I need to think about my like heart and my my insides for my kids. I need to be there for them growing up. Then, like you say, I look at people like Joey Diaz oh. and uh, you know Lemmy and and oh yeah. Keith Richards and go, well, if these fuckers can abuse their body, I'm sweet. You know what I mean? Don't yeah, like, what, what is Jagger taking? Like, Well, Jagger, I think Jagger is just Jagger the Shagger. Like, he's just flat out. That's his drug, isn't it? Women. He's absolutely- I, yeah, do, do you reckon he had, he, he just had all the STDs and it was, it was grand? I think, like, Jagger has the same, uh, constitution is keith richards but it, what keith richards but in has, his dick he has the drugs jagger has STIs. Like if he's got them, yeah none of them affect him you know it's like you yeah, know he's got movie? immunity like you know the movie unbreakable he's like there's a mr glass out there with just the most like he's <laughs> an impotent wee dick and all the diseases and he's like <laughs> jagger's just shagging everybody bareback and he's just like i'm just <laughs> oh <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jagger's got like the antibodies for every STD, just all located in his cock. I guess that's how they actually, you know, they they were like, oh, recently again. I think it kind of got lost a wee bit in the whole fact that there's a worldwide pandemic. But at the right at the beginning of this, they got a new drug that can I don't know if it can cure AIDS, but it can. It has the best impact in treating AIDS, whatever it is. It's like it's a real a real groundbreaking drug. And I think what they did there was just took some of Mick Jagger's blood and injected it yes. into people. And they're like, oh, well, that's what will cure you from all STIs. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Like the way they had to take Tom Hanks's blood for coronavirus, they've taken yeah. Jagger's. Correct. In fact, they've taken all the fluid from his, his penile. And yeah. now that that just helps the AIDS people. Yeah, the other. I, uh, like, <laughs> yeah, they say, they say, that, that there is like what was it the whole expression where they're like if you get like AIDS or HIV now it's not a death sentence isn't that what they say yeah I, I mean I don't think it's an advert the way you said it there it sounded like you know hey, hey it's marketing it's like guys <laughs> not a death sentence if you're looking guys if you want hooked up 
it's <laughs> i mean i still think it's probably pre like, yeah it's not great preferable to avoid it but at least mm. like back in it's like I suppose it's like a lot of things like like flu back in the day right if you got flu you're fucked whereas now you just get the wee flu jab and bob's your uncle i think like it's the same as that like back in even like the 80s and 90s there was a big uh issue obviously with with aids and things and i think now that mm. it's just treatable before if you got it it just because it was an autoimmune disease it just wrecked you you know you got anything yeah went downhill whereas now you can maintain that a bit and it's great it's i'm delighted to see it i i agree look the more the more medical health we can advance for people the better right and i mean like you know i know you and i are like the anti um it's people yeah well no we're very well no it's gonna say we're very pro aids that's also not true we're uh the the anti-conspiracy guys you know but uh, yeah i kind of feel like it'd be good to get a vaccine sorted for the coronavirus and i think they've nearly got it so i don't well according to vladimir putin he he's he's doing it right now did you see that i heard that he's been you know did he oh it's done didn't he inject his daughter with it he claims that his daughter has received the approved vaccine in Russia of coronavirus. Who, who knows what to believe anymore? But what I love is the fact that, like, you know, in, in some places, world leaders can say things that you'll go, yeah. I mean, fair play. Like, for example, Kim Jong-il shot around a golf, played full 18 holes in, like, 25 shots. You know, that's kind of... And he's only ever played golf once. So you're sort of like, I mean, you know, there'd be egg in my face if there was footage of him doing it <laughs> but, oh yeah like just killing it but a bit of me thinks maybe putin might be you know not mm. to, to no good he's a wee bit of a scamp or vladimir yeah he, he sort of he's a he's a bit of one of those men that sort of just takes the law into his own hands type character isn't he the the yeah but i mean i i, I think i just want to say this here and i want to put it out in this podcast i believe uh, that coronavirus is real i believe right that, you know if like for example this is something that, that i've been thinking about for a while like if for example like the world health organization or like you know governments say mm -hmm you should probably wear a mask. I'm likely to listen to them rather than somebody with like, you know, MUFC in their Twitter handle, you know, like this guy being like, yeah. it's all a fraud. I figured it out from, you know, my wee one bedroom bed sit in, you know, Balmina. You know, you, you just go, I'll probably listen to the, the government. And a friend of mine, one of my mate's girlfriends has been really sharing mental shit on oh social no media recently like the last thing oh i saw no. her share was a thing about how disney's a pedophile and like she's going don't, uh, be, don't be paying attention to pandemics because it's fake to try and hide the fact that walt disney's a pedo because in his book have you heard of it pinocchio it's about this little like i think little <laughs> young italian boy right and yes pinocchio yep and they're trying to sell and like uh, this is pinocchio's got like this real he needs to have a nose job right but he um yep <clears throat> in the stories one of the bad guys was like yeah i'm trying to buy young boys the best young boys i'll buy them and she's right. taken she's taken that to be there's a, a sex slave business being touted through the works of pinocchio you know and i think what mm -hmm. what that is is you know when you're a kid and you read a story and you have a character who's a bad guy hey Bad yeah. guys sometimes do sly things that maybe kids would right. read. Like if you're reading that book and you're a little boy and they're like, 
the bad man will take you. You'll go, oh no, I better be a good boy. Where she said, no, this is what this coronavirus is. It's covering what's going on uh-huh. when, in Disney. And then, you know, she said, no, the latest sharing was a video. Now, this is what I always go, there's a problem with this video. The video was a video by, you know, that um, well-respected political commentator, Katie Hopkins. Oh, uh, very well, yes. She has said now that the more tests that are being, there are more tests being done and therefore there's more confirmed cases. Yes, that's, that's the famous Donald Trump line as well. Don't believe the conspiracy. But you know what? If there are cases or not, you should still you know, keep washing your hands, keep sanitizing and covering your face. People are like, oh, the masks will stop you from getting it. But it'll stop you from spreading it as much or taking as much in. Do you know what I mean? So do it. What's the fucking problem? And, and also, hey, you know, if you're pregnant and don't get tested, does that mean you're not pregnant? Oh, whoa. You, I think you've just delivered the mic <laughs> there, you know. That's, hey, 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 shove yeah. that up your fucking ring. <laughs> so that's a fair, <laughs> fair point. And, and I think, and yeah. I, just, I mean, I just think too many, and it's often stupid people who uh, are the ones yes. pushing these. Man, yep, you know it's never you never really see anyone who is maybe I don't know like a, a physician or a consultant being like here lads just fuck away go away. like it's your human right not to wear a mask you know but also it's like someone saying you know it's your human right if you want to just stick your face in lava but you should be advised mm-hmm. you know don't stick your face in lava because it's stupid Exactly. And here's the thing, I'm all for people questioning ideas and, you know, giving a little bit of, you know, people having different views and outlooks on things and looking at things from a different perspective. But there has to come a time where you have a bit of common sense and go, you know, this is what the right and good thing is to do. And fucking, you know, this is what makes sense as opposed to wanting to believe some crazy bullshit thing that is made up by someone. It's not as well. It's, well, it's not like they're asking you to get a Prince Albert piercing. You know what I mean? They're just asking mm. you to wear a little bit of fabric across your face if you want to buy milk. You know, it's not a big deal. And you know, oh, other, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, the other alternative, see when you see some people being like, fuck's sake, I'm just trying to go to River Island to buy myself some new fucking outdoor shop online. You don't have to go to River Island. You know what I mean? You don't have to go to the shop. If you need to get essentials, just wear a mask. You know what I mean? Exactly. There's a lot of things to be said for all of this. You know, I was in, uh, yeah, like flipping, look, I don't know if I want to get into it because it's just, uh, we've said it all before, but uh, people, it's, it's just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, look, Dave, it's late at night. Yeah. I'm just, there's so many things going on with all this. People going on holidays, people flipping, not wearing masks. It's just chaos. It's just chaos. Yeah, let me just see here. Speaking of chaos, we've been having, once again, another great time. We've been chatting for like 45 minutes. So what I'll do now wow. is get on to the listeners' questions and then let you get to your bed. Hit me. Hit let, me. Let me get back to my well, work. It's more, it's more getting you to bed because like I, well, I was thinking about this, like for me, I don't have to get up for anyone tomorrow. Like you have to get up for people. People need you tomorrow. <laughs> no one needs Butler tomorrow. <laughs> But you're needed every day. Listen, baby boo, everybody needs butler. Everyone needs to butt more in their lives. You'll be playing that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go for the sure. Twitter questions first. This is from okay. LM, LMJ87539279. Yeah. 
Wow, get get a new username, please. Yeah. But LMJ eight seven five three nine two seven nine has said, lads, question is five offside football only allowed comedians from Northern Ireland. Who's making the oh. so you have five side Dude, team? So should we do this where we take like one each and then we'll have like so I'll pick one, you pick one, I'll pick one, you pick one. So like you no know, like you know like you would actually do in school whenever yeah. they would line up and you go, I'll take Daisy. Well we do yeah. that. So yes. uh, do you you ask the question so I'll give you the first pick. Um I'll pick Shane would want him to be picked. Um but you know I'm a fan of the underdog. I like to pick people who, you know, on paper you think they mightn't have the, the ability to be a great footballer <laughs> but i'm picking him anyway and my first pick is jordan robinson oh no <laughs> yeah because i feel like oh I dear like i feel like i've got belief in him and i feel like he oh. you know, he just he had a he, he's had a little bit of surgery i think that might have taken yeah let, let's just point out jordan's currently in the hospital with life changing heart surgery and yeah. you've picked him for the number one in your team yeah because i feel i feel like people you know they love an underdog and i feel like he is it currently in an underdog position but he's fighting through a big shout out to jordan wow is big shout out to jordan i hope you're doing well jordan we really do much, much love and and i need you on the good i pitch bro so get yourself signed out well and let's get to it Who'd okay you? so that's your pick Look, I, I'm I'm in it to win it, Dave, and because I'm in it to win it, I'm I'm going to pick our boy, the the NBC, the DAD, uh, she and Todd. No, 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 no. Um, so okay, if you're picking, you so you're trying to win, you're being serious. Um, yep. So to try and combat your Shane, I've already got Jordan, Uncle Kieran Bartlett. So you got to count yourself too. So there's me and Shane, you and Jordan, and Kieran. So Bartlett. you've got three more picks. So you're and picking Kieran. Kieran Bartlett, yeah. That, that's a good choice. I'm going to pick Willie T because I know he played for Northern Ireland as part of the... Well, what's the team name again called? Because I don't want to get cancelled. I think it's called <laughs> Northern Ireland's disabled, disabled Team. Yeah. yeah, he played for them, guys. So I think... And he's in good shape at the minute. He's lost uh, a bit of weight. So I, I'm going to go with Willie. Willie. Um, right, we're picking... You got two picks. You got two picks. Um... <laughs> I've already um, got little, little ideas. I, yeah, I'm going to pick Paddy Raff. Oh, that's a real yep. out of the box one. Yep. Okay. I feel like any reason because I feel like it, it'd be he, he's a guy that's in shape. He's big. He's got a bald head, so he can knock a ball um, <laughs> out of the defence. And I also feel like you know he he could get stuck into a few of your team members, and I think that'd be good to have in my team. A wee bit of edge. Yeah, yeah, you can see what my team's doing and sort of copy it a little bit. Well, yeah, and, and break them, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, <go> <laughs> the, yeah. And then call the zone. Uh, we could have, I would have been, so since you're taking the RAV, so you, yeah. you've only got one pick left, yep. I'm going to take, I'm going to take probably the opposite of the rough. I'm going okay. to go for the McDonald. I'm going to I'm going to take big. I'm going to take big Paddy McDonald. So that's, that's yeah. another Wednesday because uh, I think you know I played five or seven Paddy McDonald before, and he just has that you know old traditional way about him. Like he likes no. to get stuck in. He likes no, to give no, some no, dirty no. tackles. Let's, you know what I mean? Let, let's not call it the old traditional way. Let's call it speed a speed. He's a dirty bastard. That's he's what a is. dirty. He's the dirtiest <laughs> player in the game. He's the Rick yeah. Fleur of Northern Ireland five or seven football. Yeah. So you. You, you've won you've one pick left 
Okay, so me, Paddy, Raf, Kira, Bartlett, Jordan, Robinson, and then I feel like I need. I mean, listen, I'm always getting shit, aren't I, for my lineups not being <laughs> diverse and not having enough. So I'm gonna, pick, oh. I'm gonna pick a woman to play in my team. Oh, okay, okay, I like it. I am gonna pick is. Mm. <laughs> You having a little search for your index yeah, there? I'm having a think. I am going to pick May McFetridge. There you go. What about oh, it? Oh, yeah. whoa! So that's your five. So I need to pick yep. one more. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. For, um, there's, uh, yeah, there's a hard one there. Uh, do you know? What? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it simple. I'm just gonna go for someone that I get along with. I'm just gonna pick Woodsy. So there. So <laughs> we, we've got my team, which is. Woodsy, Shane, William, Paddy, McDonald, me versus your team. You, Kieran Bartlett, Jordan Robinson, uh, Paddy Raff, and May McFetridge. Yep. So there you go. That's, and, um, I, I look and listen. If people want to see that game happen, let let's get it going. Yeah, and I mean, I let's do get a charity like, on board. I feel like a lot of people would um, assume your team would win, but listen, you watch any good look. sporting film, the underdogs. You've got Rocky. You know, the underdog yeah. won there. You've got kicking and screaming. The underdog won there. Sure, sure. You no, know, you've got um, Marley. Who, who else was in the money me? He died. But Yeah, he did. Yeah, the underdogs who believe in them. So Either way, it's, it sounds like it would be a fun time. Yeah, no, absolutely. It would be a very fun and sexy time. That was a great question. LMJ7264, whatever. Um, George Aaron has said, Cheers for the work training advice last week. Los Chicos Comitos. Surprised Dave didn't get approval for his methods. My mate tried it and needless to say, went down a treat. In fact, he's being promoted anyway. I'm also a listener in China. So is uh, Boytown Podcast China show on the cards? I mean, to find China show, like, like obviously we wouldn't be able to go there during this current climate, but, you know, <laughs> what? Oh no, something just came over me there and I was just like nearly going to say something, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said the other, uh, the, but yeah, I mean, and, but like if, uh, if you're in shining, you're probably all right watching it. That, I mean, that's the closest you might get. I don't know if you maybe do like an episode where it's dedicated to like Chinese folklore, or Chinese culture in some way. And you maybe analyze that. Is that what they're asking for? Well, what I'd like to say to George Aaron is, um, Tweetja Masaji, which is Chinese, so let me know what you think about that. Nice, nice. That's very good. Yeah, but me I mean, hi. listen, if we could find a benefactor who would mm-hmm. be willing to protect us from, you know, the bats that started the coronavirus and also mm-hmm. um, be able to transport us first class to China, get us a venue, um, yes. free, free a lot of dogs, from the 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 marketplace where dogs are treated mm-hmm. that's part of my humanitarian side i would want the dogs to be good man um they let the dogs out yep and it would be me it would be yeah it'd be you um, yeah David. Or, or or in my chinese name yusufat and i would insist <laughs> i would insist on being paid upwards of you know nine figures yeah which which in 
nine figures in their money, which would be about two figures in our yeah. our money. It's forty quid, but listen, I would I would but uh, look a gig's a gig, gig's yeah. a gig. The uh, the but yeah. Big Bad Luther Valentine has said favorite oh. canned food. I like beans. So what's your favorite canned food? Oh, I'm gonna go for a little bit of an out there one. I mean. I'll put second, my second favorite canned food would just be a nice soup, like a chicken noodle soup. Mm-hmm. But my first favorite is pineapple. Oh, it is a bit bizarre, pineapple. Mm, oh, yeah, just a little fresh, cold do you pineapple. Have, like, a wee wet ring pineapple, or are they like chunks? What do you go for? No, no, I'm, I'm a wet ring guy for sure. Yeah. No, it's nice. Do you drink the juice from the wet rings, or do you just go straight into the wet rings? Yeah, you know, I sort of, you know, I, I uh, when I first started eating it, I'd just go around the edges of it a little bit, you know what I mean, in, in little circles, yeah. and then, and then I, uh, you know, I get my tongue in there a little bit just to get uh-huh. some of the juice, nice. and and then I go eat some pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, my favorite is. Um, you know where you get like full chickens in a tin of like jelly? Oh, that's, no. That's my favorite. Oh, no. Yeah, yuck. Stinking. But, but I also do like, you know, when you get like sausages and like spaghetti together. Oh, the classic, yeah. They are classics. Um, Wormball has said. Wormball. Who's the Andrew Ridgely of Boytown? Who's Andrew Ridgely? Andrew Ridgely's the other guy from Wham. <laughs> and that just goes to show you yeah. why he's yeah. called Andrew Ridgely. Yeah. <laughs> What you might enjoy about Andrew Ritchie, I know you're a big George Michael fan. Let me just see if this is true. Absolutely. Um, Andrew Ritchie was a sweet guy. Like, um, I was watching a George Michael video before the podcast started. He was, te- he was trying to, he was pronouncing his real name. I can't remember how it's pronounced, but it was very, very uh, yeah. calm. But speaking of, of calm, Andrew Ridgely is a man who is he's of a foreign ethnicity you know but during wham he was like they were like listen just pretend you're a white guy whereas now he's an older (laughs) older man he's just like a fool you know and this is is, his heritage is his mother scottish so that's that and Mm -hmm. his his father is an italian egyptian so oh wow is ridgely believe it or not isn't his real surname his real surname is is Zachariah because his dad is Alberto Maria Zachariah, which is a very calm boy town name. So I mean, oh, I think, yeah. So what I'm trying to say here is, I'm the Andrew Ridgely of boy town because on the surface of it, you'll go, "Oh, the star is Shane. He's the one everybody loves." But then you're like, "Who is the power behind the throne? It's Andrew Ridgely. Who is far more calm than they first appear? It's Andrew Ridgely. You know. And then also, who's going to die first? George Michael, so George you know, Michael, yeah. So yeah. I am the Andrew Ridgely for sure, or as I like to be called, Alberto Maria Zachariah. Thank you very much for that mm. great question. I really enjoyed that. Um, the last question on Twitter is from the Notorious Beggs, which doesn't have the same ring okay. as Notorious Big, but he said, "Good no. morning, Big Papa Pump," and unfortunately, you'll have to take this nickname. And the little freak boy, it works with you and it works with Shane. Um, That's all right. Yeah, it's okay. With coronavirus making a comeback, C-U-M, see what he did there, very good. Will the boys be joining forces to make fake hand sanitizer and make the business booming? Hashtag strokers, hashtag dollar dollar. 
sensitive, sensitive issue. Uh, the, uh, the, we don't endorse any fake hand sanitizer. We would kindly ask that you, uh, you know, only use authorized sanitized products yes, provided by Dave Elliott. See, that's the thing. I, you know, I'm a very, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not a pro-coronavirus guy, but I believe coronavirus is a thing and I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like you know people need to stop being fucking conspiracy freaks and jerks and just do their bit you know fuck up what do you think about that yeah sooner sooner you do your bit sooner we get back to normal and sooner me and Davey get to go back on stage and I get to wear this fucking sweet jacket and make you all laugh Richie Laird has said like I've been watching this YouTube channel called Wrestling Bios and the guy oh so have I and the guy who does the voiceover, I'm near Sir. It's Northern Ireland? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Please, can you tell us about the secret YouTube channel persona he's developed and kept a secret for so long? Does Do you watch this like channel? Me? Have you ever seen it? No, but does it sound like me? Oh, it sounds nothing like you, but the guy yeah. is from Northern Ireland. The guy's from Northern Ireland, mm-hmm. but like his YouTube channel's huge and it's really, really, it's like all, you would love it because it's yeah. like, what he'll do is he'll do like a, a full analyst of like, uh, like say for example like the career of Steve Austin someone called Steve Austin in the WWF in the 90s and what? they'll do like what? Uh, right am I right? Yeah. I watched it at 316 right? the, the, but he, uh, but it's, it's really really well done and he, they're like 20 minutes long and the real he, he uses good material so if you're a wrestling fan check out wrestling bios it is good yeah but it's not well, Dave but it's, it's not, not Dave. me sadly you know I, I'm not one of these guys who has like you know a persona which is me you know, and then like a fake online internet persona because that's just weird. Matthew Mernon has said, Bon dia, boyos. If you could make a fabulously wealthy living doing one mundane household task, what would it be? Oh, good question. Um, probably like hoovering. Like as you, or no, I had an idea once. What was it? No, I'll not, that, that's not household. Like if you... <laughs> <laughs> S&M, no, not that, uh, full S and yeah. sex, but well, that's not household chore, chore butler. That's that's uh, a pleasure. Yeah, I would be like maybe hoovering, and the more dust you collect equals the more. Ca- and your Hoover dispenses the cash money. So as you're taking the dust, you get like little pound coins that fall out of it. What I would do would be dust, so we could almost double team together. I could dust, and you could Hoover. The Dust and Brothers. I, I would be very, you know, the Dust Busters. My yeah, yeah. I, I think that would be. And, and basically what I'm saying also, Matthew, I enjoy dusting. I also enjoy cooking. I also enjoy uh, doing the dishwasher. I enjoy wiping surfaces to keep them coronavirus free. And I enjoy washing mm-hmm. my hands. So, I mean, any of those that will get me wealthy, I mean, I'm happy to take it. Matthew, or yeah. Michael, Michael Jardine? Oh, it's been a while. Michael Jardine mm-hmm. says, thoughts Whoa. on getting back to gigging after lockdown? Will gigs like Lavery's ever return to be as they were before? Uh, the, the, this is a tricky one. The, the, I mean, I start, look, I said this before, like I didn't think back in, in April and May time that, you know, we would have bars open at the minute. And I didn't think we would have certain things that we do have, like people mm-hmm. traveling and things, but we do. Um, so I kind of feel like if I was to sit here today and go, uh, we're probably not going to have Lavery's for a while we could see it in November time, albeit I doubt it would be the same capacity. It would probably be very distanced. There'd be less people. So it wouldn't be the same in that respect, but I don't think it'll be returning to what it was until there's some sort of immunity or, you know, medical. 
a vaccine or some other sort of medicine that would, you know, filter things out, or maybe if it's a seasonal thing. But we, like even with a vaccine, they're saying it's not the the the, the be all end all of this because whatever what it could end up just is we just need to keep fucking washing our hands. That's a basic. Yes. Take Wash your hands. Stop, stop breathing on people. Wear your mask. Stop licking people. Yep. No, never stop licking, but you know, make keep sure licking you people from a distance and in, in permission. Right um, but Consensual. No, I, I think in, in a year, I think in a year or so, probably, it'll never be exactly as it was because there'll be wee sanitizers everywhere and there'll probably be a bit more. Di- but I think with it, like next year, sometime it probably will be. But again, the thing is, people are being a wee bit, um, you know, inventive with things and they're thinking outside the box. And, and I'm keen, I'm keen to get back gigging myself. I'm, Probably I'm doing a wee bit. It's at what was the Stand Hall Festival in a, in a couple of weeks. So I'll be my first gig back, so I'm excited about that. But yeah, the the I think it's, it's I think it's also going to be hard from an audience perspective because I get that people want to have a laugh because they've been through a lot of fucking like, people have been really sad about all this. But at the same time, there are going to be people who are so sad that they don't want to go out and laugh yeah. like they used to, or they also maybe are in, you know, financial trouble that they weren't in before. And they maybe can't afford to go out to gigs the way they used to before. And they're trying to save money and all this sort of thing that, that it all factors into it. Like, will the audience be the same audience up for the laughter? Uh, you know what? I I thought that we were before. doing before. I, I, I it's a, it's all. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hello? No, no. I was say, I, Are you I, thinking? I, no, I I thought I thought that was going to be the case, but the way people have been reacting to this half price eating out thing, I'd just be like, nah. I think there'll still be a there'll still be a. a well, here's here's what here's what I think. I think there'll be an initial there'll be an initial thirst for it, and I think maybe the first few months or the first gigs back, absolutely, people will be at that. But I'm thinking more. Oh, my light just went off. I'm thinking more like a year down the line, whenever the yeah. dust has settled more, and people who aren't furloughed anymore, they're just let go, and there's you know what I mean, more yeah. like that. I do think that whenever it does come back, there'll be an initial boost, but then I'm worried that that boost will be followed by a slump. But hopefully, we keep them laughing and we keep them coming back. And that's 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 our job to do, you know? But what I think is also important, what you're saying is, people should start buying weapons and stockpiling yes. food. Yes, Because there's going to be right a Mad Max-style apocalypse. So just get yourself... And I'll be wearing this jacket. Yeah. Yep, yep, Ke- yep, Ke- for sure. Ke- Keithy Mack has a great question here. He said... Nah, oh, hit me, Keithy. Whoa, and that's it? No, he said boneless boneless thighs, chicken on the bone, or burger, Peter Rapp. Personally, I'm a boneless thighs guy, but no fuss. Nom nom. And listen, I'm the boneless thighs man. I love a bit of boneless thighs, but I could also eat a full chicken. That all depends what, I, what I'm, where I'm at in my life. But the boneless thighs mm-hmm. are probably my favorite. So. Yeah, I'm a, uh, I'm a breast guy myself. You know, I'm all about like a real medium breast nice and mm. succulent uh and juicy for the picking glenn Lindsay said is stan crunky a kunanan guy he's guy that owns arsenal so yeah in some respects very kunanan because he just uh owns a football, owns a football team said we were going to move into a big stadium and compete with the best teams and it's just taking all the money out of it which if you're him very classic if you're me and other arsenal fans not sweet michael thompson oh shit i said good evening chicas 
I've just recently finished watching Celebrity MasterChef and can't help but admire Greg Wallace's tasteful chic for a guy on the other side of 50. Accomplished, or sorry, accompanied by his tremendous weight loss and trademark bald dome, he looks great. Now, no, sorry, now that you're both proud cub owners yourselves, are there any items of dad clothing you wish to sport? Similarly, what youthful clothing have you seen, or what youthful clothing has seen its day and due for a trip to Salvation Army? Thanks for your time, fellas. That's a good question. Um, you know, yeah, me, a lot of fashion. I'm already a very dad guy. Like, I mean, this is probably yeah. the sweetest gear. I've got, I've got this new hoodie. What do you think of it? What's your t-shirt say, Arnold? Arnold is numero uno. <laughs> now, that is a dad t-shirt if I've yeah. ever seen a dad t-shirt. And like my my dad wears t-shirts like that too. My dad, here's here's how you know you here's how you know your dad. You wore t-shirts during the day that a tourist would wear yes. in Spain. But do you, do you know what this Arnold is numero uno t-shirt is referenced to? Uh, it's more than likely Arnold Schwarzenegger, some sort of reference of that. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger from um, my favorite ever movie. Um, well, one of my favorite ever movies, Pumping Iron. As you can see, there's... Oh, that's a great reference. Yeah, <laughs> so, that is that. That's him celebrating winning Mr. Olympia, just having a big cigar, drinking some bourbon. And like, I mean, if you're Arnold Schwarzenegger and you're wearing your own t-shirt, says Arnold is numero uno, that's classic. So, I mean... Listen, there could be a new line of boy toy merchandise that says Davey is numero uno. Is numero uno. For sure. You should. You should. Um, uh, uh, When I get into that shape, yeah, maybe I will. So that'll be never. Um, Last question of the day, and then you can get to your bed. Crick has said, Hello, my daddy bros. Last week you asked why I was moving to Denmark. I'm chasing coin, bitches. Over double the salary (laughs) I get from software engineering and NI. I hope the money too can appreciate me chasing the bag. And while we're talking business, NBC, how much for the child if someone came calling? Or for the chill if someone came calling? And I don't, don't or no, the child, yeah, sorry. He spelt it wrong. He's just spelled C-H-I-L. You've mugged me off here, Chris. But how much for the oh, child Chris. if someone came calling? And don't give us the he's priceless lies. I want the number. Nothing dodgy, by the way. More for aesthetics, like an orphanage. Wanted some good advertising. Sending love and vibes. Like, I don't know, I think I would, you know, I don't know if Shane can be really bought with money, but maybe if you were to be like, oh, you know, if you were a company and you're like, oh, we'll sponsor your wee podcast, you'd be like, yeah, no take the baby. I feel like, yeah, I feel like if um, they were like, look, we'll give you some money, you know, the, this, it's got to be in Spain. Like, for some reason, I just think Spanish mm. orphanages want blonde kids. So I think yeah. they'd probably take it and it'd be called El Orphanage. De Madrid, right? El Orphanage de Madrid will sponsor right. the the Tea with Me podcast for five weeks. I think he would be like, take me. He'd be like, uh, uh, you know, we're in tough times at the minute. I guess, I guess, I could maybe try buy him back later on. Yeah, uh, so, something like that. But uh, I, I, you know, I in in reality, I don't think it would happen. I think Shane would, you know, his wife would interfere and be like, "Oh no, Shane, you love the yeah. baby," and he'd be like, "Ah, oh, yeah, I love the baby." Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what I would do? I would actually give my uh, child away at the minute because she's a prick. Um, so oh, well, t- tell me, tell me some prick stories about I mean, uh, your, your child. So yeah, basically, I was looking after her the other night when her mom went out for dinner, which is fine. She's been moved mm-hmm. from her cot into her bed. So that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I um, went into her room after she was quiet and she's supposed to be sleeping in her bed. But then I found her like this. Lying 
face is that on the floor on a pillow on the floor beside her nightlight asleep <laughs> is she sleeping sleep yeah fast asleep i had to lift her up wow her so oh a couple of days before that i'm looking after my own business while her mom's sleeping because her mom's pregnant you know what i mean we gotta do of course support. then i just hear holly going daddy my eyes my eyes oh no what's oh. wrong with her eyes went into the room pseudocreme ah uh, no yeah so she's been stressing me out but listen <sighs> it's all under Mar- control oh they're little miracles they really yeah, are little miracles but listen speaking of miracles this podcast happening today was a miracle is a miracle us, yep you've saved us from a week of no boy town you've kept snake no week of shane yep. and i mean i'm going to say it now ben and myself were ready to record the podcast tonight at the studio so normally i would say things didn't work out it's entirely shane's fault but on the entirely bright side you got to have a very good episode with the butt mole the reliable friendly neighborhood butt mole as mole. Say, and <laughs> listen listen let's start a hashtag get shane out of here and the butt mole can be permanent Yep, get the butt mole uh, above ground. Let's call it that. Yeah. Look, if if uh, let me say this: if Shane doesn't agree to meet you in studio next week, I'll happily come and meet you in studio next week for a podcast. So, ha- hear, how about that? Me now, Boytown will happen in the studio next week. Come hell or high water, with with or without Shane, it's happening in the studio. There you go. Agreed, guys. Have a good one. I will see you next week. <laughs>